Mr. May, how's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys know this is Kevin from the Chord Progression Podcast. Hey, everybody. It is the 23rd of June. It's a Thursday, and we're going to take you into the weekend with a band that we've had on the podcast before, and not going to lie, the funny stories that came to this band from the first time were absolutely hysterical. I mean, basically forcing a casino to close in Monaco because they were taking too much money from it. Come on, you're not going to miss out on these guys, especially with some of the new stuff they have coming out. Before we jump into it, I want to first go into support for this podcast. So first off, support for the Core Progression Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Their performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. So join over 4 million men worldwide who trust manscape with our exclusive offer but before we talk about the exclusive offer though one product that you do get in that performance pack is this thing called the crop preserver from manscape it is their anti-chafing ball deodorant now you'll realize that you know this probably isn't like the best looking like most pristine bottle of the crop preserver why is that because well I've been using this stuff since the year 2020. Why I've been using stuff since the year 2020? I work out a lot, not going to lie. So during the pandemic, during the shutdown, I was running so damn much. I was running consistently. And then all of a sudden, you know, the gym opened back up. I was still running, biking. And then once concerts came back, going to concerts all the time. I got big legs, not going to lie. So a lot of the times, you know, the skin rubs together and I chafe terribly. So I need to find something, you know, help with that to make sure that I wouldn't chafe to make sure, you know, I was protected down there, make sure that my family jewels were a-okay, ready to go and not going to be any sort of chafing pain. The crop preserver, the anti-chafing ball deal from Manscaped, let me tell you, this absolutely changed the game for me. I'll always use it every single day, pretty much always use it after a workout or I'll put it on after a show. When I was at Welcome to Rockville, I mean, sweating in the humidity of Florida really put chafing to the test it put the crop preserver to the test and the crop preserver passed with flying colors i have not had a problem with chafing since i started using it in 2020 and let me tell you it's part of that performance package you're not going to want to miss out on it and my god this helps out so 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 much so manscaped has an offer for you we have an offer for you as well 20 percent off and free worldwide shipping with the code cpp at manscaped.com 4 million men worldwide 20 percent off if our math is correct that's about 8 million balls you're not going to want to miss out on that our promo code and the link for manscaped.com is in the description of the podcast so go and check that out and go make sure that your family jewels are cared for in the highest of quality. Also, we are sponsoring the When We Were Hungry Festival happening out in Viva Las Vegas on October 20th and 21st of 2022. Yep, we had Will and Mel on the podcast back in April to talk all about the whole entire thing. And let's be completely honest with you. That festival is turning memes into dreams. We're having pancakes in the pit, baby. And there are multiple times where bands that are on the Corporate Podcast are going to be playing at When We Were Hungry, including Modern Day Escape. Well, Will is the base for Modern Day Escape, so you're not going to miss out on there. That's, you know, Meme Lord right there. Saving Vice is on there. Outlier is on there. Along Came a Spider is on there. Let's see who else is on there. Palisades, our friend Joey Berea and his band, you know them as Varsity. They're on the bill as well, along with the original lineup for Skylet Drive. You everyone knows what's happened with Dropout Kings. Dropout Kings 
was like one of the first bands that was like, hell yeah, we're on this. So you're not going to want to miss on that. Tickets are available now. Remember, it's October 20th and 21st in Las Vegas, Nevada. When We Were Hungry's website is a description of the podcast. You can go to it right now. Go get your tickets for it. And you will find me there both days, the 20th and the 21st. I just booked my flights out there. So we are all set. We are all ready to go. I'll be out there two days. You'll find me in the pit having a blast. You see the guy in the Corporation Podcast t-shirt and the uh, Milwaukee Brewers hat? That's going to be me. Come say hi. We'll have a drink, and we'll throw down the pit with pancakes. So when we were Hungry Festival, go get your tickets for that right now. Now on to our feature presentation. So back in January, no, not back in January, back in December of 2021, we had a virtue on the podcast, and the amount of hysterical stories they told us from a European tour bus bathroom incident, bed bugs in Singapore, uh, basically breaking the electrical grid in a city in Macedonia or a town in Macedonia, I should say, uh, robbing a casino blind legally in Macedonia because they just could not lose. I mean, there was a stuff of legends. They are back and they have released two new singles, Sinner and Hypocrite. And they signed to a rising empire. It's a pretty big record label over in Europe. And they're one of the first U.S. bands on there. So we talk about them signing with the rising empire. We talk about them getting connected with them. We also talk about some funny stories in there. But when we go into Sinner and Hypocrite, we talk about the different reactions to Sinner. And why they, you know, created the song the way they did. And why, you know, trust me, it's all for the best. And you will want more from this band. So please welcome Damon and Michael from Of Virtue, the Corporate Crush Podcast. Are you ready? Because I sure as hell am. So let's go! Whoa, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Core Progression Podcast. I had these guys back in the podcast at the end of 2021, and they had me laughing hysterically with some of their legendary European travel stories, including basically shutting down a casino in Macedonia because they were robbing a blind, dot, 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 legally. I want to make sure you put that in there. Legally. Since then, they've had been doing a lot of things, such as they're now signed to a rising empire. They've released two songs, Sinner and Hypocrite. And when Sinner came out, I saw so many YouTube reactors go like, Oh my God, where have we been for this band? So please welcome back to the podcast, Michael and Damon from the band of virtue. So guys, welcome back. What's up, dude. Hey, thank you for having us back, man. Man, thanks for being back on. And how's everything going in your world, especially in the last six months, especially with all the things that have been going on around the band? I mean, that's, there's a lot going on there and I just love to dive into it with you guys. Uh, It's been busy. Um, (laughs) Obviously, I mean, COVID happened, so just kind of fucked everyone's world up, but we, uh, we just been busy, man, getting back into the groove of just being in a band and doing all the band things daily, the talking to everyone daily, having the messenger just blow up daily, having to do, you know, you know, obviously going back, you know, recording the album, doing the songs, you know, doing content, doing music videos. We just played a couple of shows, which was fucking awesome. So it's just been busy and it's been great. It's been, it's been a good busy. It's not like it's a, uh, I dread it every day, but it's good to be like busy like that with, especially with people that you hold dear to your heart and that you love, but like, it's cool to be, to be back into it and doing it again. And obviously the, the signing with the label and all that stuff, everything's been going great so far with the releases too. So yeah. No, no sleep. <laughs> yeah. No sleep. No sleep. I woke up from a nap before I came here. So I was like, okay. <laughs> Well, thank you for taking the time waking up from your nap and coming here, Damon. I really appreciate it. You know, I try my best to try to please the people, do what we can. So, you know. 
No, absolutely. But it makes a lot of sense now that, you know, you guys are back into the swing of things, working on the band, really focusing in on that. I did see you guys are playing some shows in June. I was looking at the list. I'm just like, why are they always like four or five hours away from me? It's <laughs> <laughs> not that long of a drive, man. Yeah. With these gas for- prices, with these gas prices, I'm a little bit more hesitant. If it was a Chicago show, though, no issue. I'd be like, I'm there. Hey, man, you know, if you ever wanted to come to a show, man, all you got to do is just, you know, you know where the email's at. You know where the messenger's at. We have people come from eight hours away. That's no excuse for you. Well, you've just completely put me in a whole entire like, <laughs> whole entire position there. Well, shit. Well, expect me sometime in July and August now. I'm just saying, hey, they bought tickets and everything. I was like, okay, well, you know, four hours, five hours, eight hours. I forgot. Where do you live? I live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh, okay. That's not short. That's not a short I drive. Mean, I'm not gonna lie, I wouldn't drive that far, but <laughs> hey man, look. Don't let him bully you. Don't let him bully no, you. I'm bullying everybody today. <laughs> He's just grumpy because he just woke up. That's true. Hey, if you guys end up playing a show in like, you know, like Grand Rapids or something, I'll just take the Lake Michigan ferry over and just spend the night. And I mean that'll pretty much t- cover me right there. There you, there you go. go. Save some gas, save some drive time, and actually get to like go on the water and go wee all the way across. <laughs> Fair facts. I forgot that that, that that way too. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's possible. It, it's something that could work. I've never taken it before. I know people that have, and it's like you know that'd be a kind of a fun experience. All of a sudden, driving, taking the uh, little ferry with my car over to Michigan, driving a little bit away, see you guys play a show, and then come back. I mean, I I, I got to tell you, just you know, look at the schedule, look at when you guys are playing in July and August now, and just be like, okay, we're set, we're ready to roll. I can just probably say that you don't have to go through all that. We'll probably play a show near you. <laughs> yeah. We'll be in Milwaukee, Madison, yeah. somewhere over in that area here pretty soon. Yes. So. Wink, wink. Wink. Wink, wink. wink. Yes. What, what, when when exactly, you know, soon. But, I mean, now you're giving me hope. Now you're giving me inspiration. Give me aspirations. <laughs> and, of course, you know, I am going to show up at that show, have a freaking blast, and I will make good in that first promise I made you guys with first rounds on me. I have not forgotten that promise. I hope you haven't either because we're making it happen. I, I'm I'm waiting for it. Can't wait for it to happen. <laughs> it will happen. Now, jumping into some other things, you know, signing yes. with the Rising Empire because from all the bands I've worked with and had in the podcast from a Rising Empire, all of them I've had on, you know, they're all over or based over in Europe, England, Germany, mm-hmm. France, all around that area. So when I saw the fact that you guys got signed to a Rising Empire, my I had two thoughts around it. One, that is absolutely fucking awesome because of the quality bands they have on that label, the amount of work they put in there, and just seeing how many of those bands are continuing to grow. It's like you guys got put behind a good label. But my second thought was, why did you go with the Rising Empire? Like, what was the whole entire story around that? Because that got me curious seeing a U.S. band being, you know, really working with really working with a label that's based more over in Europe. I mean, really, at the end of the day, it's their vision aligned with what we were wanting to do at the time. And us being as prevalent as we are have been basically every year since 2016, 17, we go go over there at least once a year. So it's like we had the relationship with whether it's fans or people in industry or anything else over there. It's like, you know, we developed, came back, did more developing here. And then it just worked out like the pandemic kind of shut everything down. And, you know, we were kind of at a crossroads ourselves, you know, with the last label we were at and where we were trying to go with our music, with everything else, we still kept in contact with them. And again, it was just one of those things that kind of was like lightning in a bottle where it's like, Hey, they're trying to branch more into 
the United States. They didn't have any bands at the time. You know, I don't say that would give them a chance, but it's just like, you know, someone's got to kind of spearhead that direction. And it's like, when you can get in on the ground floor like that, and, you know, we can look at it kind of like a stock. It's like, when you know something's going to blow or you have a pretty good feeling and everybody involved is on the same page, it's like, hey, we work hard, they work hard, we communicate all the time. And it just seemed like it was in everybody's best interest to, you know, provide that relationship going forward. So it's cool. That's been great so far. And, you know, sometimes it's better just to be, you know, you know, a fish in a smaller pond for the, you know, sake of, you know, saying that, because they are still, they're a pretty big deal. But again, getting in on the ground floor and kind of being one of those bands where it's like, okay, we're going to be in like the first wave of them branching out more in our neck of the woods was a fun venture that we wanted to get into. So. I'll say now to me, that makes a great deal of sense just because with the amount of exposures that you've had over in Europe, all the crazy stories you guys tell me from the first round and the fact that you guys have gone over there, you know, every single year, you know, except for, you know, the, when the pandemic hit and all everything that happened around there, you guys had those relationships behind there. And if a rising empire was going to pick a band to get behind the U S really spearhead that and start that initiative with the style of music that they really work with, you guys were the absolute perfect candidates because the exposure you have over there, plus with the growing uh, scene that you guys have here and the growing fan base you guys have here, it just makes a lot of sense where people are going to be able to get behind a rise empire more in the United States. It's going to help that the label out because now they're going to be more focused on with fans here. You guys are going to end up bringing that. And a lot of these other bands are going to end up, it's, you know, getting that exposure to from the United States vice versa they're gonna bring a lot of exposure to you guys as well for being on a rising empire being on a label that has so much prominence over on that part of the world it just adds so much to it and now i totally understand why it makes sense why you went with them potentially over any other label that might have come along yeah oh, absolutely and at the end of the day too man <clears throat> business is business so you know there's still a label there's still things involved where it's like you have to get the particulars all sorted out and there's a great deal on both sides so again we're not gonna we're not gonna do something just to do it and neither are they so here we are we gotta go try to bankrupt some more countries <laughs> start with macedonia and our way in like england or something we'll see what happens oh dear god all of a sudden you guys are gonna end up in like monaco or something like that just like completely hey, take over go. everything go to the monaco grand prix and just like all of a sudden you know there's going to be a giant yacht that comes up. Of course, all the yachts that show up for the race, there's going to be the one big giant one. It's literally going to have the Of Virtue logo right on the front of it. And all you guys are just going to be out there hanging out, watching the race, and probably gambling on the yacht as you're you know, enjoying go. watching Formula One cars rip uh, rip just around the whole entire city. I do watch. I'd watch some F1 when I get a chance. That stuff's kind of interesting. Like I'm not like a big NASCAR person, but I don't know what that 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 has started to pique my uh, interest a little bit. So I think NASCAR is sick. <laughs> well, there you go. I went to a race last year. It was pretty fucking fun. Ooh, what race did you go to? Was it the one in Michigan or was it? Like it was the one in Michigan. So I didn't go to like the Sunday race. I went to the the day before. Okay. Um, but I got hooked up with like uh like pit passes. So, like, I was able to go, like, into the pits and, like, watch from, like, the, the center. And, like, it like, everyone knows, like, the, the stigma behind NASCAR is, like, super redneck and, like, all that shit. Like, I may have been the only person of color there, but um, it wasn't as bad as, like, what I thought it was going to be. Everyone was super nice, although everyone was also super drunk. <laughs> but um, I, had a, I had a great time. I'm probably going to go again this summer if I'm home, if we're home. Try oh. and go. 
if you guys are home, I definitely would suggest it. I mean, I, I, I tend to try and go to at least one race a year. Usually it's the Indy 500 with my dad and my brother. We just went oh, this sick. year once again. And yeah. usually our seats are like right behind, uh, right behind the pits all of a sudden. And they do, you know, pit stops. We're a couple yeah. rows behind them. So we walk right up to the fence and just see how fast some of these guys go. It's just like, how the fuck does that happen? Where somebody right. can get a change of four tires and a full tank of gas in six seconds. Oh, yeah. He, mm-hmm. he won't go to one. Nope. I, t- <laughs> nope. I took this dude to a, a motocross race like nope. years ago, nope. and he hated his fucking life the entire day. <laughs> nope. I don't get it. So anything with like motor in the title and sport, like he won't go to. <laughs> See, my thing is this. I have no issue with like watching it on TV sometimes. Like if it comes on, it is what it is. I just have a problem with like you're camped out at legitimately one part of the track and you get like 0.6 seconds of cars going by and then it's just like nothingness for the next minute or whatever it is. I'm just like, what are we doing here? And then I don't drink. So that's also another, uh, <laughs> I don't want to say downside, but you know, there's like he said, like he mentioned before, there's a lot of, there's a lot of Bud Light. There's a lot of buds flowing. It's a lot of yelling. And I'm just like, yeah, good. Just watch this at home if I'm, if I'm going to do that. You know, so that's the way it was at India. It was just literally my dad, my brother, and I, we each had like these soft-sided coolers. We brought them in just full of beer, some water, sandwiches. That was it. Mostly beer, though. And just leave them at the seats, go walk around for a bit. But then during the race, it's like, ah, oh, you thirsty? Go in your cooler, crack open one. And I think I took down like within the course of like the three hours of the race, I probably had like 10 or 11. I'm just like, ah, this feels really nice. Just because it was, that's what, that's kind of what you do there it was, I'm not going to lie. It was fun. Yeah. Do it once a year. You know, that's fine. If I was doing it every single week and I'd probably be like, Oh God, kill me. <laughs> Might have to bring that number down from like 10 to like, you know, six, four, two. He's like, nah. <laughs> I, I, hey, I wasn't, I'll put it this way. I was not driving back to the hotel. That was not my place. So I, I could go and do pretty much whatever I wanted as long as I wasn't going to, you know, end up in the bathroom at the track or blackout. As long as I wasn't going to do that, I was fine. Don't worry, I did mix some waters in between there to, you know, stay hydrated and to make sure that I didn't spend most of the race in the bathroom going. Ugh. Yeah, I'm sure fucking, <laughs> Uber prices are like $95 probably. Like anybody, yeah, Uber, people are just going like this. They're like, yes, let's go. <laughs> I'm just like, nope, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not driving, guys. I'm not, I'm, I'm not driving. Well. So we're good. We're good. <laughs> Fair enough. As long as you have a good time, man. As long as you have good, everybody's got their stuff. Everyone's got their stuff. As long as you have a good time, and I mean, I look at it too. It's like, yeah, I enjoy going to the like racing out. But I mean, for me, good time. Put me in a freaking concert. Put me in a mosh pit. I'm happier than all hell. So that's where it's just like I can. That's where you know. I think that's where we would more connect. Where it's like you know, go to a concert kind of style, and that's where it's just like ah, it's home. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, because you guys have finally, you know, gotten back out playing some shows as of, as of late, what, is, what has it been like playing more shows on more of a consistent basis now that, you know, we're basically through the point of the pandemic where, you know, live music was shut down, we're back at it. So, what's it been like getting back up on stage more on more of a consistent basis? Stressful. No, it's it's been good. Like, it's been good to... Just, well, I know you know you're gonna counter what I say here. It's been good to get back in the van and just like, (laughs) 
and just and just do the thing again you know i mean to get like into like little nitty-gritty technical things like our live show has changed you know obviously with covid you learn how to do more you learn you know you change up what you do so you know guitar rigs change our in-ear systems everything we got all that together now so like now it's like damn we didn't do all this during covid there was no chance to i mean we did a couple like live streams but like it's not the same as a show obviously so like you get to a show and you have to deal with the venues and the other bands that are there and the stage, whether it's big or small and like getting all that stuff together and then change over. So like, like I said, that was like the stressful part of it was like doing all that, this new stuff to our live show. Um, but it made the live show better and for us and I would say the crowd. Um, but at the end of the day, it was great to be able to get out there and do it again. So it was stressful, but also like really fucking awesome to like play shows again. So hopefully we can, like now that we've released these two singles, like we're just getting, we're getting our, our foots in the door again to like really go out and do like full like tours, hopefully before the end of the year. So, cause that's kind of like why we're here is just go out on tour. Or at least I can say that I love touring so that I love being on the road and just being in a different place every day. So that's my biggest like um, agenda of being in a band is being able to play live music and, you know, meet people and, talk and stuff like that so it's cool to like release your music online and talk to people online but it's not the same as like being in person and like meeting and getting the genuine feel of the reaction of your show and how the people take it so yeah no and i mean really the only thing i have to say is it's just the energy of people it's like been going to shows been to a lot of concerts since we've been able to you know and everyone is just excited it kind of doesn't matter what band it is you can just feel it in the room. Everyone's there for a reason. Everybody's, you know, there's none, there's not as much of like, you know, before, you know, you might have a couple openers or whatever it is. People are wandering around outside or by the merch, whatever it is. It's like, no, you're kind of close to full capacity by the time the first band is playing and people are locked in from there. So even just doing stuff in small spurts, it's like, you can really feel like everyone there genuinely wants to be there. They're not going to, you know, kind of take it for granted because again, pandemic is a historic event everything got shut down and there was really no way of telling if it a was going to come back what capacity was going to come back and it's still kind of weird it's still going to be kind of it's going to permanently alter how mm -hmm. you know traveling touring the music industry works moving you know from that point forward so it's just one of those where i think everybody has a better understanding of like i'm living in this moment so let's really kind of soak it in enjoy ourselves enjoy the bands and have a good time. So looking forward to doing more of it. That's all we can do. And like, just coming from the fan perspective on that, I can easily, you know, see where you're coming from. Easily agree with that. Cause every show I've gone to so far, not only this year, but since, you know, the return of the, like return of live music, the pandemic, I think it's been like including festivals, like 50 or 55 at this point. Like, and it just keeps growing and growing, but it's like, every time I get a chance to go, it's the energy is always there from the crowd. It's Everyone is already amped up, ready to go once that first band goes on, no matter who it is. There's just this feeling of, you know, we're so glad to be back in that setting. We're so glad to be back connecting with people that we connect with in a positive way because we like the same kind of music and just feel it in that exact same notion. And then, you know, you guys go up on stage and we're just feeding off energy. You're feeding off our energy to the point where all of a sudden, you know, doesn't matter if there's a band going on after you, doesn't matter if there's bands before you. All that matters is that every band is on there 
Every band is playing their best. Every band is giving it their all. And as a fan, we're going to give it right back to you as much as possible and create those incredible memories to the point where either, you know, we're having shows where, you know, we got 250 crowd surfers for one song or, you know, the rain starts coming down at a festival and we're like, fuck it. This is too much fun. Let's go moshing. And then, you know, we end up moshing in a mud pit for 20 minutes before they cancel the set because it's lightning <laughs> and thundering out. And then we all get pissed because we were having too much fun. It's like, no, 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 we got this, man. We're good. We're good. <laughs> Has that happened to you? Yeah, that happened at uh, Welcome to Rockville during We Came as Romans set. It was like mm. just absolutely insane. All of a sudden, they played six songs, just absolute bangers all the way through. Yeah. Mud pit, mosh pit. And it was just no one wanted the set to end because, come on, you're like a, it's like a little kid at soccer practice. It's like if it was going to rain in the mud, you're going to have so much fun that day. That was the mentality that we had. It's like. This is way too cool. We missed out on so much crap from the previous two years. We have this moment. And even though, you know, it's not the perfect setting, you know, it's raining. We're going to make the absolute most of it. And that's the mentality I've seen from not only like every show I've been to since, but every band that I've seen. It's like, we're going to make the most out of like what we have. We're going to make the most out of this set. We're going to make the most out of this time. And we're just going to create this overall just experience that people are never going to forget. Once, you know, you know, there might be more experiences that come through, but there's always going to be a special place. Whenever you hear, you know, whatever band's name it is, you're going to go back to that moment, seeing them live, them giving it their all, you feeding off that energy, you giving it your all, and just the positive feeling you got from there. That's something that, you know, that connection will never be broken. Oh, absolutely. It's kind of funny, like, I, when seeing Slipknot, was it last year? This year? Last year? Last year. Last year. Uh, they played at, in our, our venue called DTE or Pine Knob, whichever you want to call it. And this last time that I watched them, I think this was their first tour back. Um, and I had seen Slipknot a handful of times before this. And, like, it was always – I mean, the only fortunate thing, I didn't see Slipknot until – I'm going to say, like, the – which is the gray? 2012, maybe. Yeah, like 2012 is when I first saw them. So I didn't get like, in my opinion, peak Slipknot and like their crowd and like energy and how they did. But like this last time I watched them, it's like, I really got from being, you know, 500 feet away (laughs) that they actually wanted to be there and play. Like I really felt the energy from them that they wanted to be on that stage, that they had missed everything because of COVID. And like the way that they played and the way that the show was, I was just like, blown away completely so if you can feel that from you know that far away <laughs> like it's it's to go back to like intimate shows which obviously that's kind of like more what the realm that we're in like there's only like a little step up and then there's us like when you can just feel like the energy from the crowd and you can feed off each other like like just to go back to like it's just great it's a great thing you can't like really duplicate that unless you're there you know you can't get that in your everyday just out and about life so yeah, I agree. You're never you're not gonna get that just going around listening to music or driving, listening to it. You're not gonna be able to replicate that emotion. You'll be able to, you know, remember it, but you're not gonna be able to replicate that feeling unless you're absolutely like in that moment, unless you're in that crowd, unless you're on that stage, everyone's together having a blast. And I do agree with what you said with Slipknot too, because I saw him in 2021 as well. I was probably about, you know, 300 feet away <laughs> trying to yeah. try to sneak into the mosh pit twice because I didn't have tickets for they were like 300 bucks. Uh, got told no the first time I got kicked out the of the venue the second time. Thank God my buddy didn't show up and I had his ticket on my phone, so I just kind of walked right back in. I'm like, I'm not gonna go back into the pit though because I'm right. not gonna miss out on actually seeing Slipknot. And 
it was the exact same way. You could tell that not only them, but like the other bands around the bills, Kills to Gage, Fever 333, like they yeah. wanted to be there too. And you could just, yeah. you could just feel it. Yeah, that was, that was the same tour. He was there as well. Well, you were not there. My bad. <laughs> he was sad he wasn't there. I remember I texted him. <laughs> oh, you had COVID. See, COVID fucks everything up. Just the emotion of Damon just go like, hmm. I know. Because <laughs> well, no. I, I tell him I'll stick the show and he's like, cool. Like, glad it was sick. Oh, no, because the show was on a Saturday and I just found out. I was like, okay, this is cool. Not at all. It was like the only thing, the only indicator was I couldn't taste anything. I was like, that sucks. Oh, yep. Well, have, man, you, I mean, have, you, have you had COVID? Um, I think I did. I think I did like right, uh, right after like we did the first podcast because we did because it was like I was not feeling very well, and then I woke up one day and it was just like my legs were just like completely out. I was stuffy, coughing, all that kind of stuff. But I got tested for it because I was supposed to go see Rise Against in Chicago that night, and there was no way I'm missing out on seeing Rise Against. And I'm like, right. if I test positive, I'm not going. I tested negative. And I did like the whole entire like Walgreens one where they completely stick the thing up your nose, like and do the full thing. I'm like, so I guess I'm good. But it was like all the, and like I got tested again and it said negative, but like I had all the exact symptoms of it, but I kept testing negative for something. Like, I don't know what the hell's going on. Right. It's got the regular flu, I guess. <laughs> Just regular sick. Pretty much. And everything hurt except for all of a sudden, you know, when Rise Against went on stage live, all of a sudden it was like anything that I felt like I just felt normal again. It was like, Pain, like fatigue in the legs, gone. Stuffiness, gone. Cough, gone. Clear head, right there. I'm just like, hello, superpowers. This is fucking awesome. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And then we just went absolutely apeshit because what else are supposed to do? I think I've seen, we saw Rise Against with Lamb of God. Kill Switch. Kill Switch? Yep. And Lamb of God? No. Oh, see, I don't remember anything. Say, so if I'm thinking correctly, that probably wasn't like 2015 because I saw that show when it came yeah. through Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think we stayed for all of Rise Against. I don't know a lot of Rise Against songs. I think I, I'm just I'm just like that guy with that band that knows like their singles. So, and they only play those at the end. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> or if you're like like me, I'm like you know that's the way you want to end the show anyway. So in, enjoy it as you can. For me though, I'm like I, I know every single song they're gonna play. So I'm like let's fucking go. And then Kill, yeah. with Killswitch, it was like at that time like I know like two songs from Killswitch and that's it. So when they played it right at the end, I'm like, okay, I can deal with this because I wasn't in the as in the Killswitch at that time. Now it's like when I saw Killswitch in uh, early in March of 2022, it was like they start playing songs. I'm like, I fucking know this shit. Let's go. Oh yeah, no, that band is. That was the last concert that I saw before uh, COVID like legitimately shut everything down. It was them and ABR, I think, and then seeing them again on the same tour. It's like, again, how he had mentioned before, where it's like, you can tell when, like, bands were just kind of getting up there and going through the motions and doing what they needed to do. And then now it's like, oh, no, you're, like, energized. You sound better. You're putting a little more movement into what you do. And it's like, okay. it's It, it probably, you know, it sucks for everybody. But at the same time, it's like it was a necessary reset to, like, you're going to have this kind of renaissance period now for probably the next five, ten years of just – all the releases coming out, all the live shows, the production, the you know amounts of money that it's going into it. It's like, it's crazy now. This $5 a gallon bullshit, that needs to stop. <laughs> These gas prices are killer. 
So we'll see how, how that that affects everything else too. But yeah, we need these gas prices to go down so that you know you guys can go out on the road and not have to worry too much about gas and how expensive it is. Us going to shows as well, then we don't have to worry about gas as much either. So you guys are like, say you guys play a show, you know, you know, let's say you play a show in Chicago, then you play a show in Milwaukee, then you play a show up in Green Bay. And then it's like, you know, if, if gas prices are back to, you know, what they're like down to, you know, like say 250 gallon, I'm like, I'm going to all three and I don't give a shit. And I'm like, I'm going to all three and I'm kind of like, oh, fuck the gas prices. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, oh, uh, which venue did you see that the kill switch tour that um, came through? When it came, uh, I saw it up in Green Bay at the Epic Event Center. It was with them, August Burns Red, and Light the Torch. I was I was on that tour. Um, I do. Uh, I started doing bandwagon driving, so I was with Light the Torch on that tour. Um, oh, I was trying. No I was trying to remember the venue, um, the event center, Epic Events. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, a big. It's like a big dome. No, that's a different venue. No, it's a different venue. It's. That, it was like that tour was six weeks long, so there's so many venues. But I was trying, like, legit trying to remember the, the venue and that we played at. Um, from what I know for that venue is like they kind of it's it's not the largest venue, but it could probably hold anywhere between you know if you pack it in there, maybe a thousand, maybe fifteen hundred people if you really packed it in there. Has like right. it's, has like a secondary balcony up top. I know it's got like its own basketball court in the back that some of the bands will like shoot hoops on because I've seen some of the bands do that. Uh, yeah. So trying to get invited to be like, hey, can I come shoot hoops with you guys? But still have not gotten that opportunity yet. Well, hey, man, now I'll remember from now on, if I'm ever on another tour, definitely hit you up. And oh, abs- absolutely. We can, get, was- we can get beers on our own. Oh, hell and yeah. You have to get one for him. <laughs> absolutely. Because I was just up there right before Memorial Day weekend because uh, Nonpoint was playing a show and they had varsity opening for him. I've had both of them on the podcast. I'm like, I'm not fucking missing this. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, actually, I was just in Milwaukee because I was on the Wage War tour as well. So I was with uh, While She Sleeps on that tour. Were you driving the bus on that one? Yeah, for While She Sleeps, yeah. Damn it, I almost <laughs> went to that show, but I had tickets for the um, – it was Memphis May Fire and Volumes were playing at the Rave, and I like Memphis May Fire a lot, so oh, I'm like, yeah. I want to go see that. And yeah. I saw the whole thing with While She Sleeps, and I'm like, once Memphis May Fire was done – I texted my friend to see because I actually had something that had an extra ticket for that While She Sleeps show because it was sold out. I'm like, has yeah. Gideon gone off stage? Because if they are still on, I might have a chance to make it back. And right. when I text when I text him after Memphis Fire said he's like, nah, they Gideon got off like ten minutes ago. They're really like fully switching things. I'm like, I'm not gonna freaking make it. Yeah, it was a we. I've never been. To, I think it was like X Ray Arcade or something. Yep. That was what it's called. Super like punk rock little venue. It's pretty cool. And I know the dudes like really enjoyed that show. It was like a sold out, like really fun show for them. So, but yeah, man, I'll, I'll remember you next time. <laughs> yeah. Any, anytime you're in Milwaukee, if you're driving the bandwagon or, you know, just let me know and we'll meet up. Cause you'll probably, cause if you're going to be, if you're driving the bandwagon, you're probably driving the wagon for a band that I want to go see. And there's probably a good chance that I, I that I have a ticket for that show anyway. So I'll be like, sure. all right, fuck yeah, let's do this. Right on. I, I'll definitely hit you up, man, for sure. Hell yeah. Or, you know, well, even better too is, you know, instead of you, you know, driving the bandwagon for another band, all, you know, you guys on tour coming through. Yeah, that's, that's even better. I'm waiting for someone to drive a bandwagon for me. <laughs> <laughs> one day. We're getting there. Yeah. We're getting there one day. One day. I do want to jump on something. 
Yeah, so I do want to jump on something that Damon said, where it's like, you know, you're seeing like, you know, this like reset because of what happened with COVID. You're seeing like people being up on stage, really enjoy, it. and then some of like the new release of music that we're seeing and people really getting behind it because of all the passion that's behind it, all this renewed energy that's behind it, and seeing how the reaction is to it, and especially like when you guys. uh when you guys released Sinner, it was just like just seeing how that came out because all of a sudden it was a Rising Empire uh, signing got announced. All of a sudden Sinner came out, seeing all the interaction online, not only on like social media, but also with the YouTube reactors, seeing all the interaction there. I'm just like, this for some reason makes a lot of sense seeing a song that I really wasn't expecting from you guys to come out and just hit people in so many different ways. Like, whoa, where has this band been? You know, why have we not heard about them before? But we're not forgetting them now. So... What was that like seeing, you know, Sinner release and all of a sudden just seeing it get picked up as much as it did? Uh, well, I'll say this. as When you go in and you're making music, you kind of, you have an idea. You think you have an idea of what things can do. With this song specifically, it's like, this was one of those where, I've said this before and I'll probably keep saying it as long as I have because the song exists now. But it's like, that was probably like the closest thing to like really like when you first got into music of like why you love it just there was an energy of when we were making it when we went to the studio we didn't come with any ideas we hadn't actually i don't think seen each other in months yeah that was that was like the first time we had gotten together um to so, just do anything really so it's so, like we just got there started bouncing some ideas you know you start off with a couple you're like ah that's not really working and at that point you're like you know what let's just do whatever we want let's just try it out the song turned out it's just like you get that vibe and you're just like, yeah, this is one of those ones. And when we're starting to put together the release plan and it's like this one was one that kept popping up and it's like, well, people think that we're a heavy band. People know us for that. You know, we haven't released anything like new, new since 2019. So it's like, you know what? Might as well full scale evolution. Just like, hey, we're not going to give you something that you think that you're going to get from us. It's like we're changing it. We changed everything. Like he's talking about the live show. Just the way that we conduct business, the way that we write our music, the way that we have changed in our personal lives, everything else, that's kind of like the manifestation of that. So it's like when people are like, whoa, what's going on here? It's a talking point. It's a thing. Whether you love it, hate it, whatever it is, it's like it's going to it forces you to have an opinion on it. And hopefully it's a good one. But if it's even if it's that, how many times have you been around somebody that's like, man, I hate this song, but let me show it to you anyways. And you're like. <laughs> Hey man, still getting it out there. So, but no, it's been it's been great seeing that people have latched on and picked up to you know that style and that's part of our sound because got a lot of stuff. We're sitting on a lot of things, man. So if you like that, if people like that, they're, they're, you're in for a really really nice awakening here pretty soon. I feel like there's going to be a lot of people that really will latch on to it. I've already have latched on to it and will continue to latch on to other things you guys end up releasing. Because when I first heard, I was like, this is definitely different than what I was, you know, expecting from you guys, especially because I'm a little bit more like for the heavier style as well. And then once you guys release Hypocrite, I'm just like, okay, now this is something that I'm a big fan of. But when it came to Sinner specifically, after listening to it, you know, after getting that initial like, okay, this is different, you know, and then really focusing in on it. There was something about it where I'm like, you know, is it necessarily my favorite song from you guys? 
it's not my favorite song from you guys, especially after I heard Hypocrite. I'm like, okay, now there's definitely one for me. <laughs> but after I listen to Sinner maybe two times, I'm like, this does make a lot of sense. The progression of it makes a lot of sense. And the energy behind the style that you guys are putting in there does absolutely connect with, you know, the emotions behind the song, everything that's around there. So when it came to the release of it and the different style of it, it absolutely made sense. And of course, you know, you're going to get people where it's like, like myself tend to like the heavier stuff. You're people that tend to like this more, but absolutely with the release of, this, of Sinner after going through it, the respect around there from my end is just absolutely immense behind it. Just how everything played together, just the vocal differentiation between uh, yourself, Damon and Tyler, just everything around there. That was something I necessarily wasn't expecting, but seeing how heavily that played into the whole entire song and really bringing out the emotion of the whole entire thing, I mean, that was something that really got me excited for what could come next with you guys potentially bouncing vocals back off of each other. Oh, yeah. No, and it's one of those songs, too, where, I mean, when you're going to see a Slipknot or you're going to see Corn, or you're going to see Deftones or any of these, I think this for us was also a reminder to get out of your own comfort zone, get out of your own bubble, because I guess however you want to look at it, the core community is like it's smaller than people might believe and think. And when you go to these like bigger rock concerts, these big, bigger metal shows, it's like, you're going to run into, you know, dude at the grocery store that you're like, you like this kind of music. You're just like, you look like a normal person, this, that, and the third, but then those are the people that are really consuming all this stuff. That's people like before I was like in music or whatever it is, I was just a dude that was, you know, riding my skateboard with a fucking Walkman to school. And is like, you know, what's the newest, biggest thing that, you know, the radio or mainstream media is hawking at me up Lincoln park, whatever it is. And he popped that in the CD player and this, that. And it's like, that's kind of been the, the I guess, more eye-opening thing. Because, like, friends that I've had for a long time that really aren't into, like, the heavier stuff, they're like, yo, that song? I dig that. And it's like, okay, now we're we're cooking with grease here. Because if, if you can tap into that, that's a whole different level of exposure. That's an audience that it's like, you know, hey, you know how many times we hear it all the time? Like, oh, man. You know, the singing is cool. The screaming, you can... Yeah, you guys would sound better if you didn't scream. It's like, <laughs> sick, like, thanks. Cool. Like, we're still going to do both. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, if we can grab a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of that, it's like, it's only going to make us a better band. It's only going to... And it caters to, again, caters to our taste. It's like, we're not just sitting here listening to screaming all day long. It's like, you know, even on our, you know, band trips, like, to and from, it's like, we're going back from synthwave to hip-hop to r&b to you know lo-fi stuff to and not yeah like not even metal so yeah so. no you can't you you can't listen to metal all the time like i mean you can <laughs> but, for, but for us where it's like you're gonna go into an environment where it's like we're talking about metal we play metal you listen to five bands that just played metal exactly <laughs> and it's like we need a break from that and you know yeah those influences are eventually going to seep back because that's how you make your own style within. It's like, you know, if I'm listening to a Dua Lipa record, but I'm like, dang, this bass line goes hard. Let me see if I can turn it into something that we could use for this. And then maybe we're adding something and integrating something into rock and metal that maybe hasn't been done before. Or maybe ha there hasn't been enough of, you know, because you get those bands too, where it's like, you know, they, they might be ahead of their time. They just didn't get that real wave. But now it's like everyone is just kind of generally accepting of everything because they've been deprived of it. And this is the perfect time for any bands. I mean, you've seen it. Dude, there's bands that have been taking 
exponential leaps with what they've been doing. And people are like, cool. Lorna Shore, Bad Omens, you know, Ice Nine Kills. Like, dude, I mean, they're literally just on a meteor straight to the moon. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that level of diversity, I think a lot of like that gatekeeping mentality and the thing of like, this only needs to be this is eroding quickly, fast, and is going to make us all better for it. Though I have to 100% agree with that because when you were talking about just like, you know, in the scene, you know, you're seeing a lot more of that stuff where all of a sudden other things are coming in. People are experimenting with other styles, bringing different sounds in and, you know, even, you know, working within their own sound to change things up to give people a different perspective. Bad Omens was the first band that popped in my head because seeing them live twice already this year, it's, you know, with the release of the Death of Peace of Mind, it's, of course, I like, I really like their self-titled album, the first one that came out because I got it, like, every time I hear Glass Houses, I remember getting a concussion to that song the first time I saw them in 2021. I'm like, I want my revenge in the pit. I want to go hard during that song. Last two times I've seen them, they haven't played it because they focus more on stuff that's coming out with Death of Peace of Mind. Of course, understandably so, but seeing the difference in how many more people are coming to their shows and connecting with the styles off of that. But then all of a sudden, you know, the last two songs they play, they play Limits, which has more of that hard rock bass to it. And then they yeah. end with The Throne and all of a sudden us in the pit just go absolutely apeshit crazy. The connection around there is insane. Lorna Shore is playing Lollapalooza this year. Lorna Shore. <laughs> Will Robbins is going to pig squeal at a bunch of people that like pop music and it's going to be glorious. Absolutely. Enough said. That's all you need to say right there. Fun fact, we toured with Lorna Shore before. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely Back is a fun fact. In 2010? 10, 10, 11? That was like one of our first, very first, yeah. actually, I think it was both of our bands, like very yeah. first tour. It's when, uh, what's his name was in the band? The only person that's that's in the band now that... Is Adam. still is Adam. Adam the guitar. But like uh, Tom, the singer, was in the band at the time. Yeah. Uh, it's it fucked me up because I was I had moved, like not like recently, but like semi recently, and I was you know pulling out all my stuff, and I found like the laminate from that tour, and I was like, no fucking way! I totally forgot that we toured with Lorna Shore like, you know, t- ten years ago, 10, 11 years ago. 12 years now. Yeah. So yeah. fun facts, fun fact of the day. Yeah. It's just, it's just crazy. Like all of a sudden you look back at that and you've seen what happened to them all of a sudden when they got Will Ramos in as their vocalist, they released their EP from 2020 the three song EP releasing to the hellfire and people just absolutely freaking out over what Will Ramos could do with his vocals. And now yeah. see what's happening the following year with them. I mean, it's just, it's just absolutely insane. You could even throw someone like Spirit Box into that where all of a sudden it seems like, you know, they did something mm-hmm. I wrestled a bear once and all of a sudden now they create Spirit Box and their meteoric rise. We throw bad omens there, throw it happened to Ice Nine Kills since the release of the yeah. Silver Scream. Everything Bring Me the Horizon has done pretty much throughout their entire career could fit into that because they're always messing around with news diff- and new ideas. But it's the fact that that's starting to really grow and, you know, like what you said, Damon, where all of a sudden like this gatekeeping mentality is starting to really kind of wane away because, I mean, it's, there's still people that have it, but it's starting to wane away in the more popular side for Mel because you're seeing more of these bands doing, you're seeing more of these bands rise to the occasion and seeing them not only connect with fans that 
aren't into the heavy stuff, but fans that are into the heavy stuff based off of certain things they're doing. Ice Nine Kills connecting everything with horror. Bad Omens with Death of Peace of Mind connecting with some of the, you know, more rocks and more of like the, some more poppy sounds at the same time as well. Bring Me the Horizon bringing in every single possible thing. Uh, like Lorna Shore just somehow connecting with the absolute insane vocal range of Will Ramos. And you guys with Sinner just really connecting in to that whole entire style where, you know, people listen to it, people are going to connect with it. And then it opens up a wider possibility for people that you don't expect to get into this kind of music to start to get into it, to start to jump into some other things to the point where all of a sudden, you know, like I said, with the reactors, I've seen them react to Sinner. And all of a sudden it's like, what's going to happen with Hipper? What's going to happen with the next songs you release? How are these people going to react to this stuff? And I'm pretty sure the everyone over at Rising Empire is like, my God, I'm glad we have these guys on the label because again, if there is one band that we want to have on the label, this is the one to start with in the United States. Hey, I hope so. I hope, I hope you guys are happy over there. Because <laughs> <laughs> we are. So, but yeah, no, it's, again, it's a trip, man. And really just one point that I wanted to kind of touch, because you, you touched on it for a quick second. It's, we, I will say this, we've gone through our phases of like, you know, you want to be the most technical, you want to be the most this, that, and the third. And you kind of have to find your role or lane as like a band. And I think in the case of us, it's like, I mean, we'd be lying if we would say like, hey, if someone's like, you want to be one of the biggest bands that you possibly can. You want to be one of those like flagship artists. And people forget. It's like no one jumps from, you know, eight, listening to like ACDC or like rap or anything to Lorna Shore like super quick. There's their, their kind of checkpoints. And to be one of those bands where like a comment that we've gotten is like people that listen to Sinner. Like, that's the thing that kind of grabs them. But now when they've heard Hypocrite, and they're like, oh, this bangs. And it's like, I don't normally listen to this kind of music. But you guys are like the first thing that's introducing me to Emotionless and White or an Ice Nine or Bad Omens or whatever it is. Like, if we can help open a door on your musical journey, that now, now you're going to start getting into what we know in our world and this, that, and the third. It's like, that's an invaluable thing, man. Like to be able to kind of help out with that. We've had bands that do that along the way. We've had friends that have helped us with that, you know, opened our eyes and been able to kind of transport us on a sonic journey. So if we can do that for other people as well. That's, you know, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Oh God, absolutely. And you're absolutely correct on that where it's, there's all, you're not, you're not going to jump from, you know, ACDC or hip hop and rap to, Lauren ashore and okay i can't do it if i try it i'm gonna either blow my voice or i'm gonna make it sound even worse than i just did so I'm not gonna try it any further but like even for myself it was i never was into anything with unclean vocals at all the but the the, the gateway point was you know chester bennington and his style of screams because it was just an opening into it then it was the holy hell but album the holy hell album from architects and connecting the unclean vocals from sam carter to the overall message and meaning behind the album it's like okay now there's another checkpoint and then motionless and white eternally yours that was the sign seal delivered i'm into this shit moment and you know sinner is going to be that point in time like you said where people are going to listen to it and it's going to be that gateway point into the next thing and they jump to hypocrite and it's like holy shit now you have like two checkpoints covered in that now they're going to branch out to other bands. Like you said, Motionless and White, Ice Nine Kills, Bad Omens, Spirit Box, We Came as Romans. They're going to start connecting the dots all over here. But there's always going to be that special place in their minds, in their hearts, because you're the ones that opened it up. 
even if the, you know you don't become their favorite band of all time, there's always going to be that special connection so that when you guys are, uh, when they come in, you know, listen to your songs, when they come and see you play live, there's always going to be that positive connection that you brought to them through your music by being, you know, if they listen to Center, then they listen to Hypocrite and then seeing where their musical journey goes from there, you're always going to have that special place of opening the door for them. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just being a part of it, man. You never know what will happen out of it. Just enjoy it in the moment, take it for what it is. And, you know, inevitably whenever anything else is done because there's always a shelf life for everything it's like you're kind of in it you don't really see it but you can look back and be like hey that was a fun ride you know what i mean and it seems like but we're not worried about that right now <laughs> i'll say well, well you should be worried about that right now because it seems like for you guys the ride has just begun hey oh yeah and hopefully right. that I'll say hopefully that ride goes on for quite a long time and doesn't need to stop for gas too many times because again those gas prices fuck them yeah, yeah, yeah. can't afford it <laughs> Spent one hundred and fifty dollars in gas today. Oh god, that that just kind of scared me a little bit. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> I have to start like budging out for everything. Okay, you know where am I going to take to get gas, or like what part of my budget am I going to take out to get gas? And all of a sudden, I go, the concert ticket budget. No. Yeah. Yeah. So give or take. But then knowing me, I'll just be like, okay, now I'm going to take from this, put it in the concert ticket budget. Now we're good to go. Okay, not missing out on anything. Uh, what, like, what did you take it away from? Food. Okay, that might not have been the best idea, but we'll figure it out from there. Ramen, man. High sodium ramen. <laughs> just go back to that college life. Just uh, bread yeah. sandwiches, ramen, um, Cheerios, or uh, whatever the knockoff brand of Cheerios are that you can get, like, the Malto meal, like, big bags that, like, are like, oh, yeah. this size <laughs> for, like, you know, probably now three bucks, but, like, eh, it would work. It's cheaper than what Malto meal. I haven't heard that name in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Just like open up a whole another like realm of like multi meal. Oh dear God. Open up a whole another realm of something. That's <laughs> yeah. no, right. It's, it can be, it's, it's a little rough, but we'll get through it just like everybody else. We'll, we'll get through. We've, we've gone through, we're up and say we've gone through bad times. Where, hell, we just got done with a freaking pandemic. We can get through this shit. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now with the release of Sinner, with the release of Hypocrite as well, what can we expect for you guys on the horizon for the rest of 2022? Because I've got a feeling there's definitely going to be some exciting things happening. Because remember after the last time we did the podcast, the banner I had under, because it was right at the end of 2021, it was like new things coming in 2022 you're not going to want to miss out on. And these three things so far, Signing to Rise Empire, Sinner, and Hypocrite, yeah, you're not going to want to miss out on those. So I want to know what am I? What should I not miss out on for the rest of 2022? Make sure to keep my eyes peeled for and make sure that the rest of the audience keeps their eyes and ears peeled for from you guys. Yeah, we got more new music, that's for dang sure. Yeah, so. it's definitely, it's funny, like obviously where we're at right now, it's been talk about Sinner, Hypocrite, but hopefully, not even hopefully, like it's just going to continue because the, the songs that we have coming up and that we're going to be releasing it's just it's gonna have the same buzz as what these songs have had so far so like we were just talking like this ride just started the new label and these new singles so we still have so much more to do so much more to release and it's just gonna keep the buzz up shows shows more shows everything's getting booked and in process so we do have a show in august it's a thing called rust fest that our friend Nate puts on in Detroit, just letting you know, sir, letting you know. Rust Fest. All right. What, what is this Rust Fest and, and how do I get to this Rust Fest? Because, I mean, if you guys are playing it, I'm already interested. 
So two days, two day fest. We play day one. It's us. Uh, first day is us, Convictions, and Dropout Kings, and then a bunch of other sick bands. I forgot the second day, so I'm so sorry to everybody <laughs> else on that show. So sorry to 30 other bands yeah, that are yeah, part of it. 100%. But now we got that and a few more things that are about to come out with that. But like you said before, a lot of music, a lot of other things coming. So stay tuned. Socials, all that good stuff. And uh, you'll definitely enjoy it. I know you will. No, I oh I know I will, especially I mean after the fact that all of a sudden after Sinner, I'm just like I at first I was like okay you know I wasn't expecting this from you guys, but then after the second listen I'm like okay now I get this I totally understand where you guys are going with this. Then Hippocrite comes and just like from the first listen I'm like oh yeah I'm like Randy Savage oh yeah I'm just having a good time with it. So I know the rest is like I can't wait for the rest at this point. And then live shows I mean you're talking about Rust Fest I mean you're talking you can or convictions all of a sudden you said Dropout Kings and it's just like oh boy. Concert budget, we're gonna we're taking food away, put in the concert budget right now. We're taking maybe uh, <laughs> other necessities, concert budget, haircut stuff, concert budget. We're just putting it all in the concert budget to make sure that we could potentially make some of these things. Make sure to see you guys play live because if anyone listening, whoever is listening, has a chance to see a virtue play live, I suggest you do it. If you don't do it, you will make me very sad. Like <clears throat> Like, you know, like, up like a, like a, you know, a sad puppy who doesn't get what he, you know, doesn't get any food all of a sudden, you know, like you put the food next to him and you take it away. Just the look of the puppy. Yeah. That's going to be how I look if you don't see a virtue play live. Just pretty that sad. sad. That's, that's pretty sad. That's kind of rude, actually. <laughs> it, it is rude, but I mean, you get the sad emotion of you left it. It's like, it's like you have completely let me down. Why? Yeah. That's so, oh, hi, Goofy. Oh, oh. Let's oh. Like, make more. <laughs> yeah, make more. <laughs> oh, should, yeah why are we doing that it'd be like <laughs> there you go okay that's that that's a lot better but there's one thing i must make sure that i do at some point in 2022 now with all the bands that i've seen play live i'm gonna keep an eye out for that you know whatever you guys are playing live keep an eye out for a show that i can make at some point during the summer and i'm gonna say the summer as well because it's gonna happen i just don't know exactly the date at this uh moment but it's gonna fucking happen It'll happen. We promise it'll happen. It'll happen. The hypocrite will go on. There'll be there'll be a mosh pit going on. It'll be crazy. And all of a sudden, you're gonna see some crazy guy in a Milwaukee Brewers hat flying around there, having the time of his life. It's like, okay, <laughs> that guy's having a crazy amount of fun. That guy just looks like he's having fun. Okay, he got knocked down. Is he okay? Oh, it's Kevin. He'll be fine. Even off, I'm bleeding from like my eye. It's like I'm good, guys. Just, just I'm gonna I'm gonna go take care of it. Just don't stop. I'm good. What's your worst mosh injury? Um. Ooh. Uh. I. Uh, so far, the broken finger from asking Alexandria. Day to remember. Hmm. I think you told us that last time. Yep. That's still that. the. That's still the worst one. The other bad one that I recently had was it was actually during that Memphis May Fire show where some uh, some girl was talking about like before their set about how much she hated crowd killers and during the set we had no crowd killers come in. Then she came into the pit and started crowd killing and scratched the inside <laughs> of my eyeball. Just came through and just. Like within five seconds, I fell down because I'm like this. Like I thought that I completely had lost sight in my left eye. I got picked up by a couple of friends and one of my buddies who I met at one of these shows like a couple months ago. I see him all the time now. He's like, "Dude, are you okay?" I'm like, "Dude, get me out of here because we need. To, I need to check on my eye." He he works in the medical field, so I'm like, "Okay, can you check this out?" He's like, "Well, it's definitely scratched, but it's not bleeding right now, so it's up to you." And I'm like, "They've got one more song left. Let's go." <laughs> Priorities, man. 
Hey, man, priorities. So if all of a sudden I get that scratch in the eyeball, I just got to make sure that I can see. I got to make sure that it's not, you know, permanently damaged. And all of a sudden the next song, you guys will see me walking right back in. They're just like, let's go. I may or may not be wearing a Hawaiian shirt as well because that's just hysterical seeing the guy in a Hawaiian shirt in the mosh pit. But you might see it. We'll see what happens. I'm all for it. <laughs> Do whatever you want, man. <laughs> whatever makes you happy. Man, just, just honestly, see so you guys play live and be in that mosh pit. That'd make me happy. Then we'll make it happen. Make it happen. Alrighty then, Michael and Damon, as we bring this podcast to its conclusion, you guys know I like to give you guys a chance to say whatever you want to say, promote whatever you want to promote, plug whatever you want to plug at the end of this podcast. So, gentlemen, floor is yours. Go buy Hypocrite and iTunes. Please. And Sinner on iTunes. Please. Stream Sinner some more. Please. Stream Hypocrite some more. Please. <laughs> Hit us up on all of our socials. Flag just went down behind me. (laughs) Hit us up on all the socials. Add us. We love talking to people. Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, Amazon, TikTok, TikTok. We have a website. We have a .com. Merchyband.com. Merch. Buy some. Clearing all of our merch for new merch to make new merch for you when you come to a show. Yep. Help us. Help you. That's it, man. Buy everything. All the same stuff. All help the same them stuff. help you guys. That's the best way please, to sir. help them. Help, please, help, please, us. Sir. help us. Help us. Help please, us peasants sir. over here. May I have some more music <laughs> and some new merch, sir? Please. Yes. Please. May I have some more merch, sir? Yes. Feel like a gypsy trying to sell stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, now it's time for me to try and sell some more stuff for you guys. So, again, we're closing the podcast with three things. First things first. When it comes to a virtue, you're going to want to listen to Sin. You're going to want to listen to Hipper. You're going to want to watch the music videos. You're going to want to stream it, buy it, download it, buy some merch, follow these guys online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, subscribe to the YouTube channel, go to their website, buy the merch so that when they come out with the new stuff, when they come out with new merch, and you want to follow along with that because you're not going to want to miss out on it. You want to make sure you follow along with everything. And the last time on the podcast, I put in the description of the podcast, find a virtue online. And we had all the links and labels for their socials where you could, you know, find their music videos, where you could stream their stuff, download stuff, buy their stuff. I'm doing the exact same thing again because if you miss out on the first time, boo. But now's your chance to do it the second time. So make sure you go and do that because you know who's all following all that stuff? Me. That's definitely one reason why you should do it. And because a virtue is a kick-ass band. Why wouldn't you want to do it? So yeah, go do it. No. In the description of the podcast, guys. Like probably below the video, but if you're on the audio version, it's below the title of the uh Title of the uh, podcast, Spot Out Podcast, iHeartRadio, Amazon, wherever you can find it. Now it's time for number two. Now, number two last time, guys, was the promise that first round's on me when I get to see you guys perform live for the first time. Well, this is two podcasts we've had you on. I have not seen you perform live yet. So first round's on me, first two rounds on me. That's how it works. Oh, shit. There we go. Hey. Damn, these gas prices. We're taking money out of the <laughs> gas bill. We're putting in the concert ticket. How am I going to get there? We'll figure it out at some point, but I'll be there at some show. You'll know it. You'll see, you know. Crazy guy in Brewer's hat and in mosh pit. It's like, yep, that's Kevin. He owes us beer. Just just ride a bike into the mosh pit. There you go. We'll make it a PBR so they won't be that expensive. Well, think of it this way. <laughs> if you have to buy two rounds, I don't drink anyways, so you're saving yourself a little bit of money. There you go. There we go. Takes care of it right then and there. That doesn't absolve you from not getting me some type of beverage, though. Like You still have to figure that out. Would you oh, drink oh. Red Bull, which are almost more expensive than a beer? I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Alrighty, there goes um, there, there goes there goes uh, the saved money I have for rent next month. There rent you go. Yeah. for David. <laughs> well, David Michael, once again, I want to thank you guys for being on the podcast. I want to tell everybody once again: go stream Sinner, go stream Hypocrite, go buy their stuff, download their stuff, go follow them online, all that kind of stuff. And gentlemen, 
Thanks for being on the podcast. Once again, this is not goodbye because this is the second time I've had you on. I'd love to continue to do this, have you guys on once again, you know, once we get more fun stuff coming out. Uh, and from there, did I lose you guys? Because I, did I lose you guys oh, at all? Oh, I think, I think we lost him. Oh, okay. Uh, do you guys see me now? Because I lost for like a quick second. But oh, I heard, we hear you. We hear you. Yes. And you see you. Okay, perfect. So this can't be the last time we have you guys on the podcast once again. Plus, I have the promise that I'm going to see you at some point this summer. going to keep my eye out for shows. going to see you guys at some point this summer. So this can't be goodbye. This is once again, see you later. Well, folks, that was our interview with Damon and Michael from the band of Virtue. So that was our second time on the podcast. We're seeing them perform live at some point in the summer of 2022. And you're going to want to as well, especially with the release of Sinner and Hypocrite. So you're going to want to follow along with Of Virtue on every platform, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, TikTok. Watch their videos for Sinner and Hypocrite on YouTube along with their other songs. You know, buy some merch from, go to their website, buy some merch, buy those concert tickets from, stream music, download music, buy their music, all that good kind of stuff. Get connected with Of Virtue now because, well, Horizon Empire is like, you know, they're starting out their whole entire, you know, getting into the U.S. market with bands with Of Virtue. They picked the right one to start with. You should join us along for the ride because we're behind them as well. So all the links to follow and find of virtue and order their stuff and support them are in the description of the podcast below, along with all our stuff as well. So go follow this corporation podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for all the corporation podcast social stuff. And you can respond and, you know, like message us on any of those platforms because you know who sees all those messages? Me. You know who responds to those messages? Me. So you're not going to want to miss out on those. Uh, please also make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. Hit that subscribe button if you're on YouTube. Also subscribe if you like the audio version, Spotify, a podcast, iHeartRadio, and Amazon, whichever one is your preference. If you're already subscribed to the podcast, I want to give you a thank you because you deserve a thank you. I have to be a little bit weird on that. I can't help it. That's just me. Um, if you are not subscribed to the podcast, you listen to one, you're like, I want to subscribe. Welcome to the family, friends. Happy to have you along. If you listen to this podcast and you're like, I enjoyed this one, but I still feel like subscribing. My first thing I want to say to you is, will you please reconsider? If you're still like, I just don't feel like subscribing at this time, I will say this. Thank you for stopping by with this podcast. Thank you for enjoying our podcast with Damon and Michael of of Virtue. And we hope to see you back soon. That's pretty much what we got for you. You know, thank you for coming by. Hope to see you again soon, friend. Also want to thank the support for this podcast. Of course, Manscaped, baby. Their performance pack has a lot of great different materials in there. The performance package. 4.0. 4.0. It has the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, the crop preserver ball deodorant, which I literally have in my hand. Take a look at this. It's in my hand right now. The crop preserver toner, the performance boxer briefs, and a travel uh, travel bag to hold all your goodies. Once again, you can get 20% off using the code CPP at manscaped.com for a performance package or literally anything you want, especially the crop preserver ball deodorant. It's anti-chafing. And trust me, it helps out in every Every occasion. I'm not going to throw this to the side. We're going to gently place that down because it is very, very, very helpful. Trust me on that one. We are also sponsored. We were hungry. The festival happened out in Las Vegas on October 20th and 21st. So get your tickets. Link to the podcast to go get your tickets. Join us in the pit with pancakes. Pancakes in the pit and turning memes into dreams, baby. So on that note, that's going to be it for me today, guys. Thank you for watching this to the Chord Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I end every single one of these episodes. With a big, healthy, hearty, see y'all!